Not my best. Wow. I kind of missed my own hand there. Not my best. It's okay. It's okay, fish. It's okay, fish. Hi, everybody. I don't know when this is coming out. We're just banking stuff. Let it take its time. Let it come out on its own. Oh, yeah, you're right. Don't force it. No, see, I'm pushing that bitch right out. No. Wrong. (laughs) Stupid. (laughs) Yes, very stupid. (laughs) What we're doing is in the title of the episode, going over our top five favorite movies of 2023. Because we're almost done with 2023, or maybe we're already done with 2023. Uh, yeah, like I said, it'll come out when it's ready. <laughs> oh yeah, okay. So <laughs> we know it's gay. We just don't know when it will admit to itself and to others that it's gay. But we're here for it. We're here for it, regardless. <laughs> we showed up. You're such a dumbass. I hate this. <laughs> what? I'm kill this bit. This, oh, I love it. it. I think it's funny, and it's not getting deleted. I do not care. I promise you. You can be like, take this out. It's so bad. And I'll be like, fuck you, bitch. I feel like you take out the jokes that I actually do. Like, there are times when I'll listen back to the episode and I'll be like ready for a joke because I remember it and then it won't show up. And I'm like, that fucker took it out. That's sort of my way of like discreetly not trying to hurt your feelings by being like, okay, this really doesn't work. Oh, I am so funny and no one ever acknowledges that. (laughs) I acknowledge it. I tell you all the time how funny you are. Never. And never once have I heard those words come out of your mouth before. Never. I need you to, to go over there and eat a bag of dicks, please. Just like this episode's going to, because it's gay as hell. But we don't know that yet. We're not supposed to know it yet. Yeah, I was like, you're outing. God, this, I know. this joke is... I know, I know. <laughs> I need to stop. <laughs> okay, we're going over our top five favorite movies of 2023. I actually have... Eight, so like I have three honorable mentions. Oh, I have seven. I have two honorable mentions. Look at you. Mm-hmm. Why don't you do all of your honorable mentions, or like let's go through all of our honorable mentions first, and then we'll go back and forth for our top five. Okay. Now this is something that the aunties used to do. Oh yeah, um, I was thinking about this too. Where they would be like same, or what would they say? It might have been the same. Basically, the concept is if someone else has it on their list higher, they'll save the discussion for it for when the person who has it highest on their list goes. Bingo. If that makes sense. Yes, it does make sense. And if it doesn't, just listen. Yeah, just listen. Okay, so you want to go over yours first or me? Um, I'll go over mine because I only have two. My first is May-December. Same. What a fun time. What a great, fun, crazy time. Was that one of your honorable mentions? No. Oh, okay. <laughs> and then uh, Elemental. I had to put that on the list. I'm sorry, but I have both of your honorable All right. mentions on my actual list. That's fine. That's fine. But like, I don't want you to feel left out. I'll, we'll still talk about them. Okay, good. Okay. All right. So my three honorable mentions are Late Night with the Devil, the David Desmalchian movie that we saw mm-hmm. at Comic-Con. That might as well be on my uh, honorable mention, too. Don't know how I missed that one or forgot about it. That was a good one. Spectacular and probably one of the best movie-going experiences I've ever had in my entire life. Absolutely. On top of a building in San Diego. (laughs) But not the very top. We made that mistake. (laughs) On top of like a four-story part of a 40-story building. Mm -hmm. With David Desmalchian and Mm -hmm. with Jordan and Kayleen and Jillian and Courtney. It was incredible. It was the best. The best. Go listen to our... Uh, our Comic-Con episode. That one. We did an episode <laughs> yes. on Comic-Con and we talked about it. Fantastic. 
Very good. And then Courtney made like a poster of the reviews that y'all had posted on Letterboxd and David Desmalchen re-Instagrammed it or whatever. Mm -hmm. He re-storied it, I think. Uh, Yeah, I don't know. I Yeah, I don't know what the term for it is, but he he knows that we exist. (laughs) That's probably one that you guys haven't seen though because i don't think it's come out yet so it just means we're cooler than yeah everyone all of you (laughs) so much cooler we rock you guys are lame (laughs) l7 wieners but i'm not gonna tell you anything other than there is a younger girl in this film who in my opinion is like destined for greatness who i'd never seen before but she's incredible and david desmaushin he's like our bestie so Mm -hmm. again cooler than you so absolutely another honorable mention is into the spider verse wow that was an honorable mention of yours that was my number one movie at one point this year Wow. Yeah. I'm surprised that's not in... Well, it's in mine, so okay. we can't All talk right. about it. <laughs> and then Guardians. Oh, okay. Volume 3. And I know that... Oh, okay. The only conversation that I've ever actually been able to have with you about this movie is, I don't like that it has animal violence in it. And I'm like, okay, I know, but do you like... It just made me really sad. Do you like the rest of the movie? I just don't like that it has animal violence in it. Yeah. Okay, but well, how do you feel about like the rest of the movie? I really just can't get over the animal violence. So... <laughs> It was good. Yeah, it's good. I love it. It's it my good. it's my favorite of the three. I think it's such a great way to cap off the trilogy. Marvel always knocks the third movie out of the park for some reason. And yeah, I love it, love it, love it. Except for one time, right? Oh, except for Ant-Man. Yeah, okay. Quantumania is kind of bleh. It's not terrible, but it's not the best Ant-Man movie. Quantum Mania. Am I right? <laughs> See, I'm very funny. You are. Thank you. So funny. Thank you. Such biting satire. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> Don't fucking forget it. <laughs> it's not hard. Thank you. <laughs> What's your fifth movie? My fifth movie, and I'm going to get a lot of hate for this, but it is, it's in my top five, so just keep that in mind. And I apologize for the movies that come above this. You're going to get mad at me. But Barbie is number five. Okay, sorry, same. Is it in? It's not number five. I have. Okay. I have one of them. That's fine. I said, you've not gotten to talk about any movies yet. <laughs> That's not, it's okay. It's okay. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I'll just be the comic relief until I can. That's <laughs> <laughs> what I'm good at. <laughs> well, here's one that you can talk about because my fifth favorite movie of the year is a movie we just recently watched together this past weekend, May December. Yes, May December. Fucking incredible movie. Yeah. It's so good. It's It's just so good. And I never once thought that it'd be on any sort of top list that I had (laughs) of the year. Like, this is not the kind of movie that I would have ever expected to love so much. Mm -hmm. But these performances are just next level. It is so funny and so silly and so fascinating. Yeah. Yeah. And there's a big old dick in it. Oh my God, is there? Charles Melton's dick is like... 17 inches long it is massive tis but that's not the only reason i like that movie let's be clear is it yours yeah it's the only reason got it these two actresses are just fucking on fire Mm -hmm. in this movie they are so good and i love the story the mary Kay letourneau story is something that i was familiar with but they came at it from a direction that i like never expected it's not like 
100% perfect because I think that there are parts of it that like don't fully make sense when it comes to like why they would be making a movie about this particular part of that scenario. Like that to me is like the least sympathetic part of the story. Mm-hmm. The movie within a movie is what I'm talking about. Yeah. But uh, anyway, just watch it. It's on Netflix. So fucking good. I also want to give a shout out to, I don't even remember the character's name, but her son. The like, yo, hysterical. He was so good. Okay. So it's her son that. From the first marriage. Yeah. From the first marriage. The one that is like a. I just wanted his scenes to just keep going, but he was like <laughs> yelling at his bandmates in the restaurant. Yeah. And then like he he was like <laughs> he said, I gave him a hand job, never saw him again. <laughs> very, very funny. You know who else would like this movie is uh this episode. Gay as hell. <laughs> Stupid. It Number is, four. It is a gay person's delight though, because like <laughs> just these two iconic actresses just killing it. Oh true. Okay. Dicks. Hand jobs. It's just lovely. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Speaking of dicks and hand jobs, what's your fourth movie? Not really related to dicks and hand jobs. I know for a fact this is not on your list because you haven't seen it, but I do want to give it a shout out. It's Quiz Lady. See, yeah, that's the one movie that like this weekend that I was like, we were on such a high with all the stuff we saw. Yeah, yeah, it wouldn't. Have. I kind of wish that Quiz Lady was something that we watched as well. You clearly liked it more than May, December, bitch. It's higher on your list. I know. I know. I guess like I wanted to put this on this list, not because I think it is a great movie, but because I personally really liked it. It's not a fantastic movie. However, I feel about it similarly to how I feel about movies like Stranger Than Fiction or like Away We Go, where those are really good examples. Because I think those are both really good movies. I know both of those are great, fantastic movies that I think are better than Quiz Lady, but they give me that same feeling where they're just like feel good movies. And this is one that I find myself wanting to revisit when I can. Like if I'm in a mood, I will watch this movie just because it makes me feel good. Good. I need to watch it. I need to watch it. Is it something that like we need to watch together or can I? Yeah, I would like to watch this with you. Okay. For sure. Next time. Yeah. What is your number four? Elemental. This is the movie that you say that I encantoed you on. Yeah, can I can I tell that story? Yes, absolutely. I watched Encanto when it came out and loved it. I thought it was a fantastic movie. I still do. I still think I will still fight to the death that this is a great, great movie. When you first watched Encanto, you were like, this movie sucks. This is a garbage movie. I fell I asleep during it. it. Yeah. Yeah, you didn't like it. Well, that's probably why. Jesus. You hated it. And then I don't remember if I like forced you to watch it when you were over or I was over or something. You were like, I think that we should give this another try because you liked it so much. I was like, okay, I'll give it a shot. Fast forward to the end of this movie. We're both sobbing. We we loved this movie. It was great. Now I fast forward. I don't know however many months after this movie came out, but I watched Elemental I liked it. It was fine. It was not like anything super impressive. I thought the story was a little bit recycled and, you know, redundant, but I wasn't like thrilled with it. I think I gave it like three stars the first time I watched it. And then I was like, I I guess you have a better story of how I introduced Elemental to you. You said, I don't love this movie. It's not really a good movie, but the music was so good because Thomas Newman did it. Yes. That Thomas Newman did the music. I'm going to make you sit down and watch this with me. And I'm like, awesome. Can't wait. That's such a great way to introduce you to a fucking movie. 
it was something where I knew that I wanted to watch it again purely to experience the music because that was my favorite part of it. And I was like, while you're here, I might as well, like, let's do it now. Like, let's watch it. <laughs> and then, like last time, fast forward to the end, we are both sobbing. You really offered me a great appreciation for this movie. And you did to this movie what I did to you for Encanto. And you Encantoed me with this movie. Yeah. I clearly was the missing ingredient. You were. This movie is so charming and adorable. Something that you've brought up in the past, and it's sad how true this is, but like every Pixar movie is like a rescue mission. Yes. (laughs) Yes. And this one's not. It's a love story, and it's so cute, and it's about immigration, and like the animation is stunning. I think at one point you told me that you thought that like it was all just like element puns. Yeah. I love elephant. I love (laughs) element puns. Elephant puns. Jesus. (laughs) It was just delightful the entire time to the point where it's my fourth favorite movie of the year. Nice. That's why it was in my honorable mentions because I did want to mention it. Honorably. Yeah, I did. That's exactly it. Yeah. Way to go. Thank you. All right. What's your number three? Number three is Spider-Man. Spider-Man. Yeah. Like, what else is there to say about that movie that hasn't already been said? I feel like I don't have a lot to say about it because I I think I'm so excited for the third one to come. Like, I I need it to come so badly. Yeah. I'm wondering if I called this into the Spider-Verse earlier, but it's called Across the Spider-Verse. This movie, like, if the third one sticks the landing, I think this will be, like, the greatest Spider-Man trilogy of all time. There are some great Spider-Man movies, but these two animated ones, like, oh my god, they're brilliant. To stick the landing so perfectly and so beautifully twice. Yeah. Like the second one even more so than the first one. Like the way that the second one ends makes you want to just go and watch the third one. But like what a f- awesome move to end on a cliffhanger like that. And I'm just so revved up. Like I really would have gone and walked out of our theater and walked straight into the next theater and sat there for another two and a half hours. If it was the third and been one. like, yeah, let's yeah. watch that one too. Yep. I mean, that's the kind of shit. I know that when the third one comes out, I want to watch the first one and the second one back oh, to back and then absolutely. go right into the third one because yep. it's like, it's just such an incredible immersive world to be in. All the characters that we love is a feat of filmmaking that I think is like straight up unprecedented. There's some definitely popular animated movies that have come out this year but if across the spider-verse doesn't win it got snubbed even though i again i like elemental better (laughs) it's such a bizarre feeling and i feel like i felt this way for both of these movies but like just leaving the theater feeling so worthless because it's like nothing i do in my entire life will ever amount to the masterpiece that i just saw that's not the product of one person that's the product of thousands of people You're telling me Mr. Spider-Man didn't make those two movies on his own? Oh, he might have. I think it's just Mr. Spider-Man. I, okay, yeah, I stand corrected. My bad. So you will never measure up to Mr. Spider-Man. That's what I'm saying. I know. Yeah, you won't. Sorry. I know. Sorry. Okay, so my third movie was one of yours, Barbie. Oh, that was number five. My number five. Oh, okay, cool. Okay, so now we can talk about it. Another incredible experience. We literally saw it with like the entire San Diego gang. It was quite remarkable. We like drove 45 minutes to this like special preview showing of it. Everybody was dressed in pink. It was just, I don't know. It was like straight up an event. This also, 
at one point was my favorite movie of the year. <laughs> this is the one that beat out Spider-Man at that point in time. Yeah, 2023 had some bangers. I remember leaving this theater. I was so upset because I left the theater sobbing and wanting so badly to just call my mom and just tell her that I love her. But we were in California. <laughs> Meanwhile, my whole family lives on the East Coast, so they were three hours behind. We left that movie late, and I realized, <laughs> pulling out my phone about to press send, that my mom was probably asleep and that I couldn't call her because it was just a time difference. Yeah, it would have been like one o'clock in the morning there. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it was just a fantastic experience. Amazing cast. Just wonderful movie. It was brilliantly written. It's fun and silly and hysterical and pretty and invokes, I think, what a lot of people like about Barbie with like the fun aspect of it. But it also, I think, like takes into consideration the female experience and delivers that in a way that I at least found to be palatable for male and female audiences and everyone in between. I don't think I've ever seen a movie like based on pre-existing IP, like a kid's toy or a game or anything like that, that walked the line of taking itself seriously and not seriously yeah, so well. Point. Yeah, yeah. This movie will undoubtedly get nominated for Best Picture, and I hope that Greta Gerwig gets nominated for Best Director. I mean, I know that it's like pulling teeth to get female filmmakers to be appreciated at the Oscars, but I do know that it got nominated for Golden Globes, okay. and she got nominated for a Golden Globe, and Noah Baumbach and her got nominated for a Golden Globe for the writing. Margot Robbie and Ryan Gosling both got nominated. So, like, I'm really hoping that they are able to, throughout this award season, not just, you know, get a plethora of nominations. I hope that they're able to pick up some awards here and there. I just really think that, like, that would be just icing on the cake. The movie made a bajillion dollars. It's the highest grossing movie of the year. A bajillion, yeah. Yeah, it's That's higher than a gajillion and higher than a billion. You know what it's fucking higher than? Oppenheimer, bitch, because Oppenheimer <laughs> is not on this list. That's on my bottom list. Mm-hmm. My least favorite fucking movie of the year. Hated that fucking movie. Anyway, what's your number two? Movie? Do you hate it, Oppenheimer too? Don't act like that was yeah. like out of. Okay. No, I know. I just talked about my number three. You go. What's your number two? Oh, my number two is Hunger Games, Songbirds, and Snakes. Oh my god. Is that not your number one, I assume? No. Oh. Completely forgot about this movie. Oh my god. (laughs) Where would you put it? We just watched it. How the We literally have been talking Hunger Games all day. (laughs) How the fuck is this not on my list? I don't know. I love this movie too. It's not on my list, but it (laughs) totally would be. I'm sorry. I am shocked that you didn't consider this movie, but... I know, I completely forgot about it. I loved this fucking movie. Okay, tell me why you love it. I mean, it's so it's good. It is good. Yeah, it's number two on my list good. That's how good I think it is. Brilliant. I went on a big journey with this movie, uh, reading the book. <clears throat> Shout out to Jillian. I know that she had logged it, and I was like, hey, I'm in the middle of the book, and I just need to know, like, do I need to see this movie before it leaves theaters? And she was like, yes, absolutely, you need to. And I was like, fuck, that means I have to rush through the book. I did kind of rush, but I did still enjoy the book, and I thought that the movie was a wonderful adaptation of it. Uh, I am so in love with, uh, oh, I don't know her name, Lucy Gray Baird, the actress. Rachel Zegler. She was incredible. Had me in tears that one moment with the snakes. Everyone knows 
who has seen it knows what I'm talking about. It's the best scene in the entire franchise. My it's God, yes. So good. Mm-hmm. So good. Oh, incredible. The old there before is the song she's singing. And I listen to that like at least once a day. I have that entire album on my Spotify liked stuff. So it just plays through all day. If you had that on CD, you would have broken it by now with how many times you've listened to that. I believe. Absolutely. Lucky Flickerman had me cackling yes. at certain points. He is so fucking funny. Icon. Um, and I saw on a TikTok somewhere, I don't know if it's real or not, but apparently Suzanne Collins is making a sequel to Songbirds and Snakes. So hopefully that's true. I would love another I would one. love that to be true. I just want more Hunger Games. I don't really care how. Yeah. I just think that like for them to have started out with the 74th one, showed us the 75th one, and then gone back and now we've seen the 10th one. It's like... There's so many. It's We need to see a bunch more. I mean, and there are so many characters that like we would love to see. Like, show me Hamish's fucking... He was a quell, Hunger right? Games. Show me Finnick's Hunger Game. Show me Joanna's Hunger Game. I just, I don't get it. But, <laughs> I mean, like, why are these not all things? I told you... What I would do is like if I were a development executive, I would go to Suzanne Collins and I'd be like, look, I'm going to write you a check for like a, a an ungodly amount of money. What I need you to do is to write a anthology book of 10 short stories about the Hunger Games. And then what I want you to do is I need you to be a consultant over the next 10 years because we are going to adapt every single one of them. Do it. What's stopping you from sending her a check? That would make money. That would make money. Just don't make the fucking budget outrageous. But like that would make money. People love these movies. Even though this movie made less than the other four, there was an eight year gap. Like even though you forgot about it. It's I cannot great. I cannot believe I forgot about it. I truly I cannot. Either. You'll see that the last two movies though, like you'll understand why they're on my list. And I I got really excited about May December and my first movie. No, I'll I'll forgive you. Then what's your number two moving into that? So throughout most of the year, this was not so far up my list. Because things have happened, the way things have unfolded as of late, this movie might be the last scream movie that i get with these characters in it scream six is my second favorite movie of the year i love every minute of it i've probably watched it at least 20 times already i love to just pop it on incredible use of the city even though they didn't even shoot in the fucking city of new york they shot in canada you wouldn't be able to tell i mean like they they have like some exterior shots in new york but like aside from that shit took place in canada really great story brutal and I love these characters so much and it absolutely breaks my fucking heart that so many of them are not going to be coming back. I am not as heartbroken over this because I'm not clearly not as attached to these movies as you are, but I am genuinely heartbroken that that all has happened. Like that makes me very sad for you and for all of the screen fans. I know that that's very unfortunate. Yeah, it's okay. And I'm sorry. Yeah, I do hope that even with these circumstances that this franchise still survives in some capacity. My thought is that even if Scream 7 doesn't feature the core four in whatever way, as long as they don't kill these characters off, eventually Spyglass won't always own the rights to these characters. It'll change hands again. I mean, it, it just that's just the nature of things, you know? And so eventually I think maybe we'll get another one. I mean, I didn't ever think we'd get a Scream 
4, much less a Scream 5 and a Scream 6. And for 4 and 5 to have Sydney, and for 4, 5, and 6 all to have Gale, like, I, I still have hope that eventually it'll work itself out. I hope that that is true. Yeah, me too. If that was my number one, that would have been like a really somber note to end on. But my number one <laughs> is a fucking banger. What is your number one, Jordan? I wonder if it's... Oh my god, we have not discussed this. I wonder if it's the same one. You've not brought this movie up. It has to be then, right? I hope it is. Unless you forgot about this one too. Oh, it might be. I might have forgotten about it. I don't know. Would I have forgotten about it or was it really recently that we watched it? It was really recently, but it was also like Hunger Games was also really recently. Yeah, I know. I know. I'm sorry. Do we want to say it at the same time? We saw Hunger Games like... Like two weeks ago. Fuck. (laughs) Damn. I know. I'm shocked too. I don't know how you forgot that movie. Yeah, and I've like listened to the soundtrack like every day since. Okay, yeah. we and we just talked about it too in our. But we recorded before this. Did we just watch this movie together? And did I straight up just be like, "That's the best movie of the year"? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Good. All right. Three, two, one. Leave, Leave the, the world, world behind. behind. I am also scared to A, have put this on my list at all, and B, to have made it my number one, because I know that this was not a well-liked movie. By some people, it has like a 75% on Rotten Tomatoes. Oh, does it? Okay. Yeah. I just don't think I've seen anyone else besides you who has liked this movie that I know. I have definitely seen some reviews of people, you know, liking it not as much as I liked it, but like giving it positive reviews. I think it's probably one that's like slipped through the cracks with some people just because it kind of came out on Netflix without a lot of promotion like Netflix loves to do. And it's like this movie has like some of the biggest stars in the world in it, like major Oscar winners, multi Oscar winners. Like, I, I don't know. I do not know why this was not made more of a big deal. I don't even want to tell you what it's about. It's just the best <laughs> fucking movie I have seen all year. It is, if I'm going to watch it again, I'm going to try to show as many people as I can. It'll probably make its way onto my top 10 list. I love every single fucking frame of this movie. It is like one of the best directed movies I've ever seen. The camera work in this movie is so impressive and so weird and like makes some really weird choices. And I just love it. It's yeah. I feel like this came out of left field for me. I was not, it was not at all what I was expecting. I think I went into it thinking it was completely different than what it was. I think you made a good point in saying that you should go into this blind. Like, I don't want to talk too much about it either. Yeah. Because I think it's best when you experience those surprises as well. Oh, don't watch the trailer. Sorry, I don't want to forget to say it. Do not yeah, watch, the, watch trailer. the trailer. Okay, keep, sorry. I do want to say that there are some things in this movie that I think if I was not with you, I probably would have thought as silly and maybe not quite fitting with the rest of the movie. And that makes me wonder that it like if i were to see this other times i will probably like it less and less as i as i watch it but i fully will show this to my family when i see them for christmas um i cannot wait to watch it again and just sort of experience the craziness that happens like it is genuinely scary at some parts like oh it's terrifying oh my god yes this movie it's broken up into chapters and there are full-on chapters that are nightmarish. I feel like there are some shades of Jordan Peele in this movie. I think there are even some shades of Ari Aster, like early Ari Aster in this movie. 
honestly, I kind of struggle calling it a horror movie. I would probably call it more of a thriller, but like, it's fun. It's, it was so fun and funny. It was just a brilliant time with some great actors, some really tense moments and God, just some amazing characters. And if you know me at all, there is a character in this movie that I identify with (laughs) on a spiritual (laughs) cellular level that their arc in this film is so powerful to me (laughs) that if that was all that it was, it would probably be my favorite movie of the year. (laughs) Everybody nails it. Everybody knocks it out of the fucking park. It's funny and quirky and weird and silly. There are definitely silly parts. There are some shots and some things that are right. Like they're meant to be scary and they are scary but like I can 100% understand people being like, well, that's fucking stupid. Yeah. 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 Like, you know what? Like that scene, oh, I don't I don't want to bring anything up. But like there are several of those scenes. Yeah. That are like, wow, that's dumb. But I, <laughs> it's just brilliant. It is. Like I, I fully feel like I should be on the side of people that really hated this movie. But I just didn't. I just had the best time with it. I love it. I'm so happy that number one is the same. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And now it's like literally the most recent movie that I've watched. So I'm I'm glad you didn't forget that one. Oh, yeah, I did not. I'm sorry. God, yeah. Biggest surprise of the night was that you forgot Hunger Games. I can't believe it. <laughs> 2023 has been absolutely awesome when it comes to movies. There's been some bangers. Yeah. I'm hoping 2024 isn't like a complete wash because I know with the strike, a lot of movies got pushed back. Like every Marvel movie that I was looking forward to, at least Deadpool will come out. There's just a lot of things that got moved. So we'll see how 2024 shapes up, but we'll be here trying to quantify that next year, I suppose. Yeah. Happy New Year or Merry Christmas or whatever holiday this is close to you. Happy Valentine's Day, everyone. Valentine's Day, St. Patrick's Day. Yeah, we'll see. (laughs) Whenever this episode is ready. Yes. Halloween.